just see compound podcast shirts left and right, you're just going to be like, oh my God. I'll get more famous from the podcast than I will from baseball. That, that's my hopes and dreams. Welcome back to the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. That sounds beautiful. Parse Rum is our first official sponsor. They are a rum company out of Colombia and make an absolutely wonderful product. I've actually known about it for a while now. They have three-year, eight-year, 12-year rum. I just gave some to Dakota and he hasn't tried it yet. But I think you will absolutely love the eight and the 12-year. Three-year is like the mixing one where you would make your pina colada or your mixed rum drink but the eight and the 12 what you're gonna be a fan three eight and a 12 i gave you one of each yeah cool cool so we're gonna baseball's back we're you know we're we're practicing dakota is uh waiting to get tested and as soon as you said that i was like you're a sicko for even saying that Uh, it doesn't it didn't feel right if it makes you feel better my fourth of july was spent quarantining in a hotel room and i'm still in that same hotel room for the third straight day so well, guess what? You have baseball to look forward to. I'm looking forward to hitting BP and figuring out how to keep golf balls in the fairway. You know how hard that is? Zach, why don't you start us with your worst and best? Because I feel like your worst. My worst was the worst golf I've ever played in my entire life. I felt embarrassed from hole 1 to 16 today. 1 to 15 today. It was so bad. I don't think I finished half of the holes. I just said, let's go. I'm out. You know what that tells me? I'm Only one to 15. It, it tells me you're resilient, that you don't quit when the going gets tough. You come back and you compete. Guess what? Could have lost a lot of money on the f- after that. And guess what? Birdied the last two out of three holes to win a grand total of $5 instead of losing maybe potentially a few hundred. That's mental fortitude. The great thing about a money game in golf is that it doesn't really matter how bad you play because if you win money at the end of the day... The partner that we day. played with, I the last two times that we played with him, they lost on a big push last time as well. But I mean, we played better the first however many holes, but like today... It was so bad that he literally just didn't even say bye. He was just like, and I was like, honestly, I don't blame you. I would have done the same thing. I've been there. Dakota, I think you're a great partner. Um, I've been known to pout when the tough, when it gets tough out there. I've been known to pout and get upset. Um, golf is not fun when you're playing bad. At least you can admit that you are a powder. <laughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a big, oh, trust me. I, I know I'm a big time powder on the golf course. Cause when I hit, like when I have like string together three bad holes, it's one, it goes one of two ways. I start drinking more. Or I just shut down and don't talk to anybody for a good three, four holes. I was going to make a joke and say, well, when the going gets tough, I like to drink Parse rum to make myself feel better. <laughs> that is a wonderful ad read. That just slipped right in there. Zach, what's your best? Uh, the best was 16, 17, and 18 when we salvaged the round. Dakota, worst and best? Um, the worst is an easy one. I've been in this hotel room for literally 72 straight hours. and Intermittent going outside here and there to get food because... That's pretty much all I can do. It has not been fun. I've played a lot of FIFA. I've played probably on average eight, nine hours of FIFA the last three days each day. Because you cannot even, like if you're getting food, it's delivered. Like you can't go outside because you've been tested. And so now you're quarantining because you can't expose yourself to literally. I mean, I've delivered, I've gotten pizza twice. Both times from Happy Camper. Very good. Um, from Ian's recommendation to Not on Happy Camper, no free and, ads. Yeah. Today though, I, I was feeling I was feeling fat about myself. So I went to a place called uh, like the salad house or something like that and got like a nice wrap so I feel better. 
about my body. You probably felt at home too getting around. I did. That that reminded me of the compound days and that made me feel good. Uh, the best part of my day was being quarantined. I got to watch a lot of soccer today. It was fun. I basically woke up at 9.30, uh, had some Premier League going. Uh, I was also watching Serie A, which is the Italian league, on my iPad at the same time. So I've been watching a lot of soccer all day. It was fun. Before I do my worst and best, let me pour myself a little bit of Parse. And just, this is not a free ad. This, is a, this is a paid ad. Never, never heard of it. But you know what the worst part of my day was? I went to try to pick up a breakfast taco today. You ever get the breakfast taco that's in, like, wrapped in foil? And it's obviously been sitting there too long. And then when you finally open it up, it's really salty. Oh, yeah. That was my experience. Just terrible. I'm not a big breakfast taco guy. Stop. That's just wrong. It, that's the best way to eat. It's the best way to eat breakfast. You wrap it in a taco. Just, just not for me. Each of the last two days, I've gone to Starbucks and gotten breakfast burritos of some sort. How's the Starbucks breakfast burrito? B minus. Can you give me it on a scale? Of uh, it's a 6.1. It's super average, but it's solid. You know what? Uh, you know what I forgot is that you got Happy Camper on my recommendation, and then you sent me a video of your taste test and mm-hmm. your score. We should probably show people that video because it was it was wonderful. But then they're going to see that I ordered two pizzas, and they're going to be like, "Wow, look at this guy!" No, that wasn't for you. They they gave you an extra one. You told me that, but you didn't score. You only scored one. You only scored well, one because, of, the video. of course. Pepperoni and sausage is fantastic. Like that's an easy, at least eight minimum. Once the pesto sauce one was a 7.4, I think I said it was. Well, the pizzas were both like personal size. They were small. Um, Yeah, I did make the conscious decision to get two 10 inches instead of like two 14s. The best part of my day was I finally found a barrel today. Uh, I got a hit in the game, which was huge because, you know, you come back to baseball um, once a pitcher throws 97 past you, you feel like you're never going to get a hit again. Uh, and I finally barreled a ball. So that was, it was, was really it off of me. Uh, Winkler. Ah, did, uh, did Mills shove today? He told me he shoved. He did. Mills shoved today. He looked great. He struck me out. I was the first batter of the game. He threw the, uh, 66 mile an hour dumper and struck me out with it. And he, he actually, he had a great day. I think he threw just two innings. And he got through both innings so fast that they had another hitter for him. So Fegley uh, went up there, gets to a 3-1 three, three, count, walks him, say, stay in there, walks him, stay in there, walks him. I think he walked <laughs> him four times. And then, they were, and then they were like, all right, that's good, roll it. So he had this amazing two innings, and then he had to finish by walking Fegley six times. And that was just – it was just rude. But he did a great job. He looked really sharp. That's, tough. That, that's a tough to way to end a good outing, though. It is. It is. I know he. I know he so badly just wanted to throw a strike, and sometimes it just happens like that. You just needed somebody else to step in the box. I do have an is that so, and my is that so moment of the week is first at bat of this spring training. I'm facing Sir Yu Darvish. He's a very good pitcher. He throws me first pitch ball. I'm leading off the game. He throws me a first pitch ball. I'm like all right, it's one zero. He's just going to throw a fastball. Right down the middle. We're going to even it up at 1-1. He throws me a slider. He throws me a slider. His second pitch, my second pitch I've seen, I swung and I, I thought I, I I thought I was hitting a home run. I missed it probably by six feet. Is that so, Hugh? Is that so? 1-0 sliders to the I first mean, hitter of camp? 
is that he literally has so? 15 pitches, so he's not going to double. He's a tough up. guy to prepare for. You know what I say to that, Ian? I was, I was. You know what I say to that is you practice like you play. In a game, he's not saying, oh, it's 1 0 to the first hitter. Let me groove a fastball down the middle to Matt Carpenter. Like, that's 1 nothing Cardinals. Like, use your head one time, Ian. If you were facing the first hitter and you threw a ball, would you not go back to the fastball? You'd if I'm you, Darvish. I'm throwing one of my other 15 pitches that I know I can put wherever I want and they can't hit. He could throw whatever he wants. I'm not you, Darvish. Me? Yeah. yeah. I'm throwing you a fastball, but not you, I Darvish. I feel like he just, he just makes pitches up and says, yeah, that's in my arsenal. I have it. I think he does. When I Did, did you see – sorry. Did you see that tweet? Um, he has like a new pitch. It's like a mix between a two-seam and a splitter. He called it uh, – I mean, I'm just, what can a new pitch yeah, do? You can only do fucking four things. You can either go here, 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 or here. It was a 93-mile – I saw the tweet. It was a 93-mile-an-hour splitter pretty much. It was just a really, really hard – Which is disturbing. Not fair. Not fair at all because it started at the belt and ended in the dirt at 93. Oh. <laughs> you don't like it? Play better. I was, Darvish doesn't walk <laughs> people. Well, that's the problem. He doesn't do it at like an extreme rate. He's not like an absurd. Like it, you're not going up there thinking, "Oh, he's going to walk in a run." Like definitely not. Definitely not at the end of last year. He was, was striking incredible. out ten a game, walking one. That's fine. I was trying to prepare for him, and I was thinking about all the pitches he throws, and I was like, maybe I should look away. Uh, maybe I should look in. Uh, maybe I should look up. Uh, and by the end of like thinking about it, I was like, "Well, I have no idea what." I have no clue when I get in the box. And it's just, this isn't going to go. I never seen him before either, I so I didn't really notice stuff. Like that. I haven't um, seen him much at all. I think I faced him right before the playoffs in eighteen, before we had that, or when he was coming back, and that was it. How's that parse rum? Uh, but definitely not a comfortable. This parse rum is really, really delicious, really wonderful. Yeah, I wouldn't want to face Darvish. I'm glad he's on our team. Do you guys have an is that so or no? Really, I believe you. Maybe an is that so? Because I'm pretty sure is that so t-shirts are that dropping. They are. Shout out today. again. Scott Efros is getting his name thrown into the podcast somehow. Every episode. He is dying for an is that so shirt. And he's going to get one. The Scott Efros is that yes, so shirt. There it day. is. My is that so moment of the day would be them telling me that today I was supposed to be in South Bend. I think the bus was supposed to leave at three. So we should be there by four or five o'clock. Get settled in, get to our apartment, get everything set up. But instead, we get a text at like one thirty-two ish saying like, you know, we still don't have the results. We're pushing back the bus till tomorrow. Um, everything is TBD until we get results. I'm like, oh, is that so? Frustrating, to say the least. Frustrating. There's, there's worse cities to be stuck in than Chicago. Even though I'm pretty much quarantined in my room, it's still... I just love the city of Chicago. I think it's so cool. Like when I was driving in on Thursday, just driving like by the downtown area, it's awesome. Did you drive up Lakeshore? Yeah. And I love, I love driving up Lakeshore. You pass Soldier and then you get to, I mean, all the buildings and everything and you're driving right on the water. So such a cool view. I was coming up from the south side the other day on the way to the field, getting on Lakeshore at the beginning there, going past Soldier Field. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. I wish that I drove it that side more i mean i drive like for the field every day but it's on the north side up like not uh not all the way down there so that is that's a special that's a special the only thing is i don't think i could ever drive a car like daily in chicago i just can't handle big cities like new york city la like i can't handle traffic my blood pressure goes through the roof what are you gonna do when you're in the big leagues and you're the face of a franchise and you can't walk to the field because you'll get mobbed by fans i don't you 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 tell me the last time a relief pitcher was a face of a franchise. Who says you don't become the next Mariano Rivera? What about Dirty Craig Rivera Kimbrell? wasn't the face of the Yankees. 
Okay, but he was a recognizable face. Dakota, this, this podcast is going to become so big, you're not going to be able to walk exactly. through this. Exactly. I you're think I'll get see, more famous. You're just going to see compound podcast shirts left and right, and you're just going to be like, oh, my God. I'll get more famous from the podcast than I will from baseball. That, that's my hopes and dreams. Give us a little recap. Who's swinging it? Who's throwing it? Who's slinging the rock? Great questions. First of all, Victor Caratini is the best thing I've ever I seen. I think I say this dude, once a day to somebody. Dude, he wakes up out of bed and, get, and finds barrels. He had two hits in the first game. He had a double in the gap backside today. He just gets. He's a guy hits. too. He's a switch hitter, and both of his stances are basically identical, which I think is amazing because when I try to be the same guy, I think for both that's sides, really impressive. There's a lot of guys who have pretty similar stances, but his is legitimately a, a spitting image. Dwayne threw the ball great today. Underwood, teammate of ours. Norwood threw the ball great today. Millsy looked great today. Are they? Um, is there any like uh, crowd noise or anything? They're doing like in between inning music, but they haven't turned the video board on yet, and they haven't done like in between pitch music yet. Um, but we did today. We had electronic strike zone, and they would put the count on the board, which so was very. They awful. had electronic strike zone, as in like TrackMan was was doing it. Yeah. So the first day, the catchers were calling balls and strikes, and then today they did it through electronic strike zone. So I would be in center field, and the ball would cross the plate. And I would turn around completely and look at the scoreboard in center, and then I would click ball or strike. And I'd would like, it right, say where the around. pitch was? No, it didn't have that on the scoreboard. It just had because, like, the old school scoreboard at Wrigley is where the yeah. balls and strikes are. So it would just click Thank ball you. or strike. Um, so we couldn't really see where it was registering, but it definitely wasn't perfect because there was a couple middle middle balls that were called balls. You know, a couple a couple pitches that Chadwood thought he got guys on that were called balls. Chad would look like he They're was probably throwing 100 out. today. There was a lot of pitches that umpires would call strikes. So, so since you got a hit today, does that mean the rain for player of the week is still on or what? Oh, yeah. We're in business. Um, after I only got one at bat yesterday. So when Darvish struck me out, obviously I was second guessing right. uh, my whole life. Uh, and then I went up today, my first at bat, uh, and Mill struck me out. So then, again, second guessing my entire life. Both of them were on very slow curveballs. So I convinced myself that it was just because – you know, the curveballs were coming in at that speed. And I, I saw I, was, I saw some videos and stuff, too. It looks like you're battling some shadows, too. That's tough. That's tough. The shadows are rough because we're having 5 to 5.30 starts, so you're hitting through right the worst shadow time. You know, that, that 5, 6 o'clock time at Wrigley, if that's why if you catch a 3 o'clock game, the Fox 3 o'clock game, by the time the closer you comes in, chance. It's, it's miserable. No chance at all. So uh, really happy that we started at 7.05 here at Wrigley Field. We actually got a lot of night games, I believe, this year. Not, not a ton of day games, so going to be night games for TV. Uh, but who else is swinging it? Javi looks incredible because he's an I incredible think baseball player. He is actually the most unbelievable baseball player to ever step foot on the field. He hit a backside double at a million miles an hour on the ground past Rizzo between Rizzo and the bag. Tell Rizzo's hands are sleeping then, apparently. He was sleeping. He was sleeping. He fl- he tried to he tried to lay down on the baseball and Is didn't that get so? down in time. Is that so? Is that so? Yeah, he was sleeping. He was sleeping, and he'll admit it. He'll admit ah. that he was sleeping. What's the adjustment? How's the adjustment been with uh, all the new protocols? It's really weird. It's just different because like you're like I came in from getting hit today, and I wanted someone to high five me. I wanted to feel good about myself. You guys Couldn't actually happen. can't high. You're not high fiving uh, at all. No, like you can't high five. You can't touch each other. Um, you know, we have to wear masks inside literally every single second. So, you know, the only time you're not wearing a mask inside would be if you're hitting in the cage. But like, 
you're wearing a mask every second. You're wearing a mask in the locker room. Like the food is on the concourse. So like if you have to go outside to get food, there's weights up on the concourse. I think they're going to try to put a cage up there. Um, just trying to do everything outside. So there's, you know, there's not really a lot of downtime inside, but if you are inside or going inside, you're wearing a mask, you're staying apart from people. It's uh, it's very foreign, but this is definitely that part of the protocols, like being really diligent in that part is probably more important than the testing. Like oh, yeah. if we're really good at that, then it kind of mitigates everything else. It's a great point. Do you, uh, are you guys playing tomorrow? No scrimmage tomorrow, just live VPs, which is huge because I need some live VPs. I need like five at-bats in a row to see some base. Are you guys – um, are you guys in a stagger workouts at all? Yeah, well, that's we're doing that. The pitcher schedule right now is money. Like those guys are in, they're out. If they're not throwing that day, like they just have a light catch workout. Like they're out of there. You know, position players are obviously there for a longer amount of time. So uh, that's kind of the stagger where if you're not, if you're a pitcher and you're not really active that day, you're in and out really quick, which is great for them. Like right, that's how it should be. Before we get to screen time, obvious shirts coming out with the Is That So shirt. We have a couple compound shirts already. We have baseball is back. We have the 60-game sprint. Go to obviousshirts.com. Check it out. There's a whole section about the compound and that Is That So shirt. I think that's going to be a hit. I think it, people are going to like the Is simple, That so. And we say it so many times that it's going to get recognized. I say it so often around the house. I just can't wait for other people to understand that. So. That's uh-huh. so. Okay. Is that so? Tell me what your screen times are. Let's give the people the screen. Five time. hours and ten minutes. Oh, my goodness. Zachary. What? Come on. Below, below, below. Dang it. Four hours, 26 minutes. In my defense, I'm quarantining, so. Three hours and 58 minutes for me. That makes me the big oh, winner. You play I baseball. About that. Yeah, that, that doesn't count. You're at the field for seven hours a day. Doesn't count. Nice try. When you're when you're at the field for seven hours a day, but your screen time is through the roof because you just, just sit there with your headphones on in your locker looking nope, at your just phone. Just wait, wait until I get going, and we'll see what my screen time is next week, and then we'll see, and we'll we'll see next week, won't we? I'll I'll report back in twenty one. So I think we will. I think we will. That's episode nineteen of the Compound Podcast presented by Parse Rum. That's right. We have a sponsor. Ian's had a couple sips of Parse rum tonight. I've had a couple sips of Parse rum. Can't wait to edit this podcast. Even through our very bad Wi-Fi screens, I can see Ian's face getting red. <laughs> I'm, wearing red I'm wearing a red hat, so it's not helping. But you know that's what happens to me if I have a couple of drinks. I get red face. He is a notorious red uh, face and guy. And then the frozen starts to come out, and that's when you know you got him. Oh, when he starts that's- singing uh into the unknown that's how you know he's had maybe a little too much parse rum that's a hundred percent true that's that's the end of the night for me if i if i'm singing frozen i'm in bed within 15 minutes ian hey it's another t-shirt ian happy to home run ian happy hits one into the unknown wow, book wow. It. look it up book it that's episode 19 of a compound podcast presented by parse rum Definitely 100% not coming to you live from the compound. This is Brandon Kelly, the host of Blue Wire's new podcast, Golden Goal. Messi takes everybody on. Messi has got it! From Lionel Messi to Marta to Pele... 
Our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars. From Zlatan Ibrahimovic's brash confidence with the play to back it up, to Megan Rapino's heroic outspokenness and World Cup flair. Each episode examines a personality of the world's game. We'll dig into Maradona's Hand of God performance and subsequent downfall. The teenage trio at Dortmund that signaled the next generation of superstars. And that infamous headbutt that slung Zinedine Zidane from glory. Golden Goal. Soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire. 